Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of Two Costa Rica Real Talk, Two Costa Rica Real Estate's podcast on all things real estate and Costa Rica. Today we're joined again by Rachel Candip. How are you doing, Rachel? I'm great. How are you? Doing fine, yeah. It's nice to have you again. Well, last time we did like a little deep dive into Ciudad Colón, the kind of lifestyle it offers, the kind of real estate offerings it has. And this week uh, we'll be talking about general area around Ciudad Colón, like the western Central Valley, the kind of developments it has right now, the kind of expansion people have gone throughout the years and in general like uh, why is this part of the Central Valley uh, been like on the rise in the last couple of years. So to start off I want to ask you about like uh, what general areas do we understand as like the Western Central Valley or like the Western Great Metropolitan Area? So the Western Metropolitan Area has really opened up with the 27 and the opening of the 27. It used to kind of dead end on Ciudad Colón. And then once the 27 was open and it opened up that whole um, area of San Rafael de Alajuela, where you have the New Country Day School and Hacienda Espinal, you go a little further and you have the Wasima. Um, that whole area has really boomed and exploded because of the new highway in the 27. Uh, the areas that we're talking about of the West Central Valley would be considered like San Rafael de Alajuela, La Huasima, La Garita, and they're all very accessible to the center part, Central Valley um, via the new highway, which makes it super accessible and it's allowed for a lot of development growth. Yeah, because historically, uh, you, you think of like Santana, perhaps like a couple decades ago, just starting to become what it is today. But also you've always had like this kind of developments like Hacienda Los Reyes, for example. But originally they were seen kind of like a recondite in a way, like far away, like the kind of like, well, the name itself evokes like Hacienda, like this sprawling property, uh, kind of like in the middle of nowhere. But also as uh, the area has developed, uh, new de kind of developments have, uh, have uh, appeared, right? Yeah, we have Hacienda Los Reyes and Hacienda Spinal is another one. Um, the good thing is, is that there's a wide variety of development properties that are on the west side by the Wasima and um, San Rafael de Alajuela, which allows for a variety of income levels. So you can buy something brand new. Uh, townhome style like very nice for around two hundred thousand dollars and then you can go all the way up to you know over a million dollars in nice residential developments um, and so it makes for like a really nice um, distribution of wealth and a nice community so you have a, a variety of different people that live there and um, that stay in that area because there's now schools uh, that have opened up in that area. There's, um, they've made it very like sustainable to stay in the area without having to leave as well. So between the new schools that are there, which are GSD, uh, Country Day School, there's a Finland school out there. A lot of people are now wanting to look for a more um, country lifestyle, I would say, without having to be so far out like Hacienda Los Reyes used to be. Expanding on that, I want to ask you precisely on the kind of like, you were already like uh, touching upon that, but on, on the kind of like uh, lifestyle, or perhaps the main reasons why you think like some people that historically perhaps their family lived like in San Jose, Savannah, even like Curidabat or the eastern suburbs and then like in the last couple of decades they've decided like no actually I want to go to the west. I think that a lot of people also now with the access of the highway once again it's like on the weekends they can just hop on and be at the beach very fast. 
so you don't have to cross the whole Central Valley to get there. And with the new amenities of automocado and and restaurants and shopping and farmers markets, um, you have all the amenities you need in schools. You don't have to leave and come into the city, but you can. You can access it. So I think that it makes it really easy for people to want to move out of the Central Valley, stay there, raise their families there because everything's accessible around them. Well, th thinking of like my contemporaries and like uh, seeing like the younger younger people that move to the west it also seems to be like as you were mentioning earlier like there's like a wider range of like uh, options financially in the different like income levels can find lots there even like uh, houses are like an, an option for some people in the western central valley that, that isn't necessarily the case in the central valley itself right i think that yeah there's a wide variety of of options for housing it starts like i said you can there's there's a whole concasa that development that was out there that that caters more to um really affordable housing and they have all the amenities i mean they have like shopping movie theaters grocery stores everything you don't have to like leave the area and you have all the amenities swimming pools soccer fields tennis courts at a really 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 affordable first home purchase And then you can go from there into another little development, which are these little um, condominium style developments that you find that have little amenities like a pool and maybe a basketball court and a playground. And those are single family homes and those can start around $350 to 390 and those are really affordable really nice small communities and then because all of that was once like um horse country and cow country a lot of developers have been really enticed to go out there and develop so hacienda los reyes let's say was the first development out there the really big residential that was started i want to say maybe the 80s or late 70s and it keeps developing. So you go through there and it's a huge residential. Not only that, it has a golf course, it has a country club. And within that huge piece of residential plot, you have subcondominiums within. So it makes it very attractive to families and families that can't afford to live in Hacienda Los Reyes, let's say, which is the higher end of the residentials that are out there, they can go into um, smaller residentials and still have the same feeling where they're out in the country, but they're very accessible to an automocado, which is a great grocery store here, um, restaurants and entertainment. So it makes it really affordable for a wide variety of people. And it also makes it a really kind of exclusive lifestyle that you want to have where you're raising your kids out in nature with walking trails and and it, it's a really nice area to live in that's actually one of the main things uh when i think of like the western central valley and its main differences to the eastern suburbs of san jose which still like Rudabad, for example still maintains a very like urban and cosmopolitan vibe but it seems like also like the developers themselves have like embraced uh, what you mentioned like this used to be like cow country And when you think of, of the amenities and the lifestyle, you see like the tennis courts, you see like golf courses, you see, well, uh, last week, well, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about uh, mountain bike biking, like the outdoors experience also seems to be like integral to the kind of offerings there, am I right? Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, I think that people that want that kind of an active lifestyle where it's like you can go out and walk on a sidewalk because there's there's nice sidewalks. You can go from Hacienda Los Reyes to, you know, uh, the Automocado and walk along the sidewalk to get there. But you're in the country and you're walking by huge fields with horses 
and it's and big trees and it's beautiful and i think that not i think what winds up bringing a lot of that what winds up bringing a lot of the people to go out there our schools. Mm-hmm. So I think it wasn't as attractive before for younger people that have new kids that are that are raising their family because they wanted that lifestyle. They wanted to run outside and go mountain biking because you can tap into Ciudad Cologne through Piedra Negras just behind the welts that says La Wasima. So there's so much that you can do active wise, but when you're when you're younger and you have these kids and your first priority is education if there's no schooling by there it's really hard to choose that kind of a lifestyle even though you may want it you don't choose it because your first priority are your children so i think that the active lifestyle of living out there is really beautiful and it attracts a lot of younger people or very active you know generational um, ages of people but it winds up being really nice because you see a very young community because they're raising their kids and you have access to two three great really schools right in that area yeah perhaps we could, we could uh, think about like the main change in this area being like conveniences perhaps mm-hmm. the last couple of years because also when you think of like labor aspect of it many people from those areas work perhaps in Santana and Escazú like the industrial area in El Coyol like there's an integral relationship between these areas like these commercial hubs there's industri- industrial areas and living there that perhaps wasn't like as seamless like a couple of years ago I think that the once again I think the the access of being able to get in and out makes it much easier and that there has been such a bigger there's been a wider area of businesses that have moved out there with the free trade zone in El Coyol and up by Naranjo and Grassy area that it's pushed a lot of people to move past the Ciudad Cologne area because now they're getting jobs in Coyol, they're getting jobs in Alajuela. They're, it's it's open, the free trade zone has opened a lot of um, jobs in that area and the majority of people that live there also work from home or work towards that way but they can still access coming in so there's like it's a good mixture of uh it's a great location for you to be able to go back and forth um the it can get a little heavy in traffic sometimes during rush hour but i think you find that anywhere in the central valley as well so uh, if you if you have your job in El Coyo, the last couple of clients that I had actually work in the Coyo, and they specifically just wanted that area because they wanted to be able to go to work and come home and have this country lifestyle, this active lifestyle. And now you mentioned uh, working from home. I think that also has opened up, like as you mentioned, beyond Ciudad Colón, like areas that perhaps were, were seen as too far away historically, like Grecia, like Atenas, like even Tulucares, I think, have started to see like this development, like uh, not only development, but the, like the comfort you mentioned, the conveniences, like even like expat communities, like theaters, uh, cinemas, like you see like a whole kind of like uh, restructuring of the idea of like these towns because they've, they've last couple of years they're very popular as, as, I, as I see well yeah this is the this past year has been the first year that I've really had a lot a lot of questions about a tennis mm-hmm. which before you used to think of a tennis as being like so far away and more of a retirement community type of town because it was so far. And what I find now after getting so much interest and calls on it and properties there, it actually has, uh, my daughter has three friends that live there that 
go to her school. So they um, would just commute back and forth. There are buses that go there, and they would bring their kids to the school that choose that. And so you have younger families moving into a tennis because they're getting that authentic town that you have in Ciudad Colón at a way more affordable pricing as well. And the views in the tennis and the climate is, is fabulous. So that has opened up a whole nother area that was more off the beaten path that is now so much closer to the beach. And with the highway, it's access them. It gives them the access to get to good schools. And there are good schools in the tennis now. So it's a tennis has been a really interesting place to get to know and I've like dived deep last year in a tennis and got to know it pretty well and the areas and the condominiums that are there and the people that are living there and it's very interesting because it's a great little town and I never thought of it like that because back in the day we used to just drive on the outskirts of it through the aguacate to get to the beaches and now it's like it's a really happening little town and they have great shops great restaurants um good amenities but it still has that like very authentic costa rican feel to it yeah because it's very interesting to see that beyond like only be, like people moving there and i think also like historically has been as you mentioned like a retiree ret town like uh, for a couple decades but nowadays you see also like people doing lo local people doing like a weekend getaways to atenas and to grecia like renting like an airbnb or there like exploring the gardens they have like the trails like beyond only like the residential aspect it has aura of like a real like uh, destination in a way yeah and it's very close and so it, it makes it more accessible and it's easy and a lot of the people that i found that like to live in a tennis they like it because of the closeness it is to the beaches so i mean we've all been on the 27 on mm -hmm. a sunday night coming back from the beach and it's like you know can get pretty heavy with traffic and if you're If you, if you say you get up to the tennis exit and you're like, God, if I only lived in a tennis, I'd be home right now, you know, but you still have like another hour to go because the traffic could be so bad. So a lot of people will choose a tennis because of that, because there's like, we can put our kid in a school in the Wasimo or in a tennis. There's some good schools in a tennis and um, be to the beach on the weekends, which a lot of like, you know, surfing type families uh, like. So it's, it, it, it's very interesting in that aspect. And perhaps uh, what are some, I don't know if hidden gems will be like the, the word of perhaps some lesser known communities in this area that I don't know if like Turukeres or like any other ones are along those lines. Turukeres is still a very, um, it, it, it's an upcoming town. I think it's going to be a little while for it to really make that turn. Um, because it's just very, very traditional. And a lot of people that have lived there have lived there for generations and generations. It doesn't really attract, to me, the, the international buyer, but I think soon it will. Um, I think that a tennis attracts a lot of international buyers because, um, because of the popularity of it with the foreigners that have gone there and have developed there and live in these beautiful developments like Roca Verde is one. I mean, the views from that development are beautiful. The homes are beautiful. And the pricing on them are totally um, a whole new... Uh, price range so for what you get just going a little bit further out you get way more for your money so you can buy beautiful homes with huge pieces of land in the three hundred thousand dollar ranges which is which is really nice and unheard of with the pool and views 
but you're in a tennis. So it's like there's something for everyone there. And you can go from that to like a huge hacienda where you can spend millions of dollars with the views and the pools and the amenities of your own private estate. So so I think a tennis is really getting a lot more traction than I ever saw before. Um, and I and, and maybe Turukas in the future will be. I, I don't know much about Turukaras, but um, I think a tennis is, is if you're going to go that far out, you might as well just go the next exit over and be in a tennis. Yeah, and it seems it also has like a spilled out towards like Grecia, right? Um, Grecia is like a whole nother ball game because they're doing that whole free trade zone over mm-hmm. there. And so that, um, I haven't really explored a lot of it myself personally, but I have heard a lot about the um, up and coming boom there. I have friends that run businesses there, have homes there. Um, I've been asked to sell properties out there. I, I personally don't feel 100% comfortable selling out there just because I don't know it so well. Like the the areas that I know super well are Santana, um, Rio Oro, Ciudad Colón, La Huasima, San Rafael de Alajuela, La Garita, El Coyol, and going south to tennis, which I'm getting a lot more knowledgeable on now. So it's like those west, central western areas are really um, what, when people say, I want to have this outdoor lifestyle, I want to be close to things. Okay, how close? You know, can you go a little 20 minute further drive, but get what you want at a, at a lower budget and and that is what I have found a tennis really attracts people that say you know I want to have a big yard I want to have 3,000 square meters and I want to have a pool and I want to have a house and and you can find those things a little further out west and for you what are like the main developments or the main communities in these like area range of areas that you already mentioned Well, it all depends on your price range, right? So there's a really big um, community that has actually has three phases in it. It's Hacienda Espinal. And that was a really brilliant development that they made because they moved the country day school out there. And that, that pulls a lot of families, a lot of young families. And that development, for example, is a fabulous development because it's right next to the Country Day School. So a lot of the people that live in that development have, have children that go to that school and they actually walk to school, which is like unheard of in the Central Valley. And so they can literally walk to one of the top schools in the country or ride their bike or drive their golf cart. There's like a little section under the trees that you see all the golf carts parked while the kids are in the school. And then they come out on this little side gate and they walk straight into their development where it's 100% safe, it's guarded. Um, And I've really seen over the last, I would say, decade, it just boom and it's it's become a very hot market for people with young kids that want to live in like the upper echelon of 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 communities because it's it's a it's a higher end community it's expensive um the amenities are amazing covered tennis courts pool i mean it's beautiful soccer fields around all the roundabouts little plays in certain areas it's a great um community and and they start around 730 and go up from there 730,000 and go up from there and it's it's like living in a 
picture book neighborhood. Your kids are safe when they go outside the door. You can leave your bikes thrown on the front of your house and and everything's fine. You know, you don't have to worry about security. So so that's a really, really super high end. Um, if you go a little farther, you have one of my favorites, which is Hacienda Los Reyes. Um, Hacienda Los Reyes is just, it's fabulous because it's like a residential. So you go through the gate and Within there, you have the golf course, and you have the most, going back to trees, beautiful trees, mature trees all around the golf course. I feel like it's always cool in there. Um, you always see people running, walking their dogs, kids on their golf carts, and they have a beautiful clubhouse that you can become a member of. They have the polo club there. So that attracts a bunch of different people, and, and a lot of them are all very active. Um, that's one of my favorites. There's Hacienda Espaval, which is just further down um, the Weltas of La Guasima, which is more affordable than Espinal. Um, great amenities. Like you go down and and you can find anything. There's there's so many to name that it, it's kind of hard to <laughs> to really name them all. But but there's a lot, and they're all different price points, so it's good. And you were mentioning the, the aspect of like, safety in these areas, yes. like uh, perhaps linked to, to the fact that these are, aren't like as historically developed. There's not, there's a very traditional feel. Like if you go to the center town of San Rafael or like uh, La Guasima, it still feels like uh, not really like an extension of the city. It feels like a small town. So uh, perhaps that also helps like the communal feel of like the, these developments, right? Yeah, I think, I think that the, they all have community feels and they're all a little bit different mm -hmm. but I think that the community feels what makes it really really nice I took some clients out um, and and they had just moved here and they said you know I, I really miss like community I want to be around people that are young that speak English that have young children we don't we're just moving here we don't speak any Spanish but I want to feel like I have a community And so I said, okay, let's go to Los Reyes. And we went there and they fell in love with it. They're like, I feel like this is exactly what I want where my kid can, you know, open the door and go outside and walk around. And and so the community, and you know, we go to the clubhouse and the community there is very nice. So I think that in each one of these communities and each, each one of these little developments, um, you build a community within inside that development and that's very nice and I think that that's important for a lot of people when they come here especially foreigners that don't speak the language and they want to feel safe they want to feel a community but they don't know if they're in a city how am I going to make my community well and also with uh, work from home and remote work uh, it becomes like an important aspect to feel like you're a part of something like and I also think like the green areas in these developments like the very notable emphasis on that on like communal spaces to be shared with like parks like dog parks for example you know a lot of people make good friends in dog parks <laughs> you know, make good friends or enemies <laughs> depends how good your dogs get along um but it, it's a it's a very good point because a lot of people the dog parks are very big and it's very interesting you bring that up because um you see that a lot in new developments whereas Even just 10 years ago, you would never see something like that. But even even here in Avenida Escazú, there's a there's a loop that you can do into Trajos Montalegre, come back out and go 
um, there's like four different dog parks that you can hit. It's very interesting. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it's the outdoor lifestyle, the community, and being able to work from home but still have that community feel. To round off the podcast, uh, what will be like the perhaps the final consideration you will give to someone that considering this area or perhaps thinking about it or seeing it like as an option to do like uh, take the final leap? Well, I think that I think that that final leap is always your checkbook, but <laughs> but it's just um, when we when I do a tour personally with my clients, we visit all of them, even if they're they could be a little bit higher out of their range and I have a house in there. I'd say, hey, let's just drive through this community so you can see what's here, because sometimes people will give you a budget, but they can stretch it a little bit, but they don't tell you that. So so we'll do the tour. This is this, this is this, this community has this, this is the downside of this one, this is the plus side of this one. People that don't have children may not want to be in an Espinal because they don't want to be right next to a school. And so, so there's so many different factors that you have to look at. And we look at everything and then they are so well educated. And that's one of the things that I think that I bring to the table as an agent is I've, I've been here working in the city. I've, I've, I know it so well. I've lived it. I lived the school situation with four daughters. I've done the commutes. I've done the buses. I've done the mommy-daughter uh, playdates. I've, I've done it all. Now they're off, graduated from college, in college, and I still have a young one, but I'm at the, the stage in my life where this 15 years of living here and working here and I have so much experience and I have so much to bring to the table to a client who is in any stage here, whether they're new, new single, whether they're, they're new families, whether they're retired, where, wherever they are in their life, I've been here long enough to know what the knowledge that I have to be able to say, this will work really well for you. I think this could work, but ABC may not work for you. So with that knowledge that I bring to the client, it really helps them make that jump, you said, into the purchase, the final leap and the final jump to purchasing. And I feel like everyone that has purchased in the Western Valley and in the Central, the Western Central Valley, um, I feel like I've placed them very well in exactly where they need to be. Well, that's, there's a lot of reason to trust you then. <laughs> and well, and thanks again for coming here and uh, sharing with us your expertise in the area. Thank you so much. For anyone that enjoyed the podcast, uh, they can listen to the, our whole range of podcasts on your favorite streaming platform or our, like a podcast repository online. To hear about all things uh, Tuco Striker Real Estate on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, even YouTube, uh, where you'll see like our different listings, but also like the lifestyle content we also do here. <laughs> <laughs>